Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the TF Cast. My name is Willis Stout and I'm one of your hosts today uh, at your favorite arts and culture podcast in Mankato. Hey, Grum here. It is September 7th, 2022 here in the Solarium. And I'm your host, Jacob Bases. Today with us, we have all three members of the Room Tone podcast. Uh, they're here in Mankato, <laughs> and they have a podcast about making a short film. But that's not enough information, so I'm going to kick it right off to Swain to uh, introduce your co-hosts and uh, tell us what's going on with the podcast. Thank you. Uh, well, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a cool room, cool people. Uh, yeah, my name is Austin Swain. I'm here with uh, Maddie Fox and Austin Oropeza of the Room Tone podcast. <laughs> um, we're just three friends from college. We all went to uh, school to just kind of learn videography and, you know, to work with cameras and things like that. And uh, we kind of went over the idea of starting a podcast just like about the film industry and you know we just talk all of our conversations at like when we hang out is just what movie did you see recently and what did you like about it what didn't you like about it let's talk about this for far too long and so we just kind of wanted to make that into a thing but uh one day realized yeah we need some direction to this we need some structure and uh so the three of us decided that we're gonna make a short film and so that's what this podcast is about um and the idea is just to kind of create a community around the creative process and kind of take people along from the journey. So podcast starts with brainstorm and uh, we're currently in pre-production writing the script. And so all of those ideas were kind of born right on the show. So wait, in terms of chicken and the egg, like <laughs> the, the movie, the podcast was like inception for the movie. <laughs> chicken and the egg is a great way to put it yeah because yeah i don't know which one's happening the, first the way i remember it is we were just kind of hanging out and we've wanted to do a podcast for a hot minute because we think we're hilarious yeah <laughs> we're, we're sure of it yeah you squeezed a chuckle out of me before that's all we need is a little chuckle yeah. that's that's all that gets our gas going um no and then we decided that uh it'd be really interesting to uh, listen to a podcast going through like the creative process, uh, specifically making a short film. And like Austin Swain said, that we're both we're all very big movie fans, movie nerds, and and it kind of connected that we would do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. where are we at in the process then, both uh, with the with the short film and the podcast? Kind of how where, what stage are we at? Yeah, so episode 32 of the podcast uh, just released, um, and so it's been it's been a journey for us. You know, the first couple are, you know, the audio is a little, like, we're not really sure what's going on, and, you know, the very first episode, we still brainstormed the title of the podcast, um, yeah. but we just released episode 32, so, um, yeah. like, 30-plus hours mm -hmm. of content out there, and uh, as far as the short film, um, we have the storyline set and we have our characters written and we are kind of rough drafting through the script. And so we're about halfway through kind of, you know, fine tuning the kind of dialogue and action of the story itself. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 I guess kind of the, the body of the, the podcast is you going through those steps. So if you like, 
like I even just seeing like maybe a third of the podcast, I know like what's going on in your story. Can you, uh, you know, for someone who hasn't heard any of the podcasts and just wants to start listening to us, you know, break down the story and like what's happened so far in, you know, brief in for the, the new listeners. Yeah. I guys remember that premise we worked really yeah. hard on. Let's bust that bad boy out. So we wrote a premise on what was it? Sunday. <laughs> uh, the premise of the short film is uh, an estranged family coming together to t- traditionally honor uh, the memory of their father. Uh, yeah. That's as cut and dry as you get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but do you want to give us just a little bit of an outline of like how the events unfold or? Yeah, basically a son comes home for dinner, not expecting to get the news that his father has died, and he didn't know that. So it's a dark comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the family is just all weird, and they all have a hard time interacting with each other. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of a journey for them to like work around how each each of their personalities and moving on with the death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just like, I've thought about this a lot too, just like writing. Cause you get in, you start making stuff like we do a lot of like capturing events and then sometimes I'll get a little ambitious in my head and be like, Ooh, I should like script something. Mm-hmm dial that back um, <laughs> we're, we're we're 32 episodes in and we're on the premise uh what's the workflow like <laughs> dude that's literally i mean i would say that's kind of the core of why we made a podcast is mm-hmm. to like show as real and accurate of like the creative process as possible like last episode we were gonna like write script and talk about something else and we got totally distracted and worked on a premise for four hours. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have no idea how long it's going to take. <laughs> we expected to have something like a script done by episode 10, and now it's episode 32, and we've been plugging along this entire time. And there's just, it's very real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I will say, when we say we just made up a premise <laughs> Sunday, it's just like cementing it in stone so we can tell other people. We we had an idea of what the premise was. Mm-hmm. or I mean, we, Of course we had an idea of what the yeah. premise was. <laughs> It was just uh, just writing it down so we can articulate it to Get it other people. Words. Yeah, like an elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Is this the first thing that the three of you have worked on together? Then no, no not no. even close. <laughs> <laughs> we are very annoyingly in each other's lives. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, the first project that I ever worked with Swain on was actually for uh, college. It was a, a competition called Red Eye film festival that was hosted by Bethany Lutheran College. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, we had a week to create and produce um, a short film uh, that we had to present uh, uh, at Bethany with uh, a variety of schools. It was Bethany, MSU, and, and South Central. Yeah, um, And that's when I met Swain. Uh, uh, we did a superhero film. <laughs> yep. I was the superhero. He was a cool. superhero. He was our actor. And... I guess the friendship just kind of grew then yeah. from there. That's true. And and we en- yeah, we ended up doing a lot of those competitions mm-hmm. just kind of with each other and 
just kind of here and there throughout our college career. Which is where I met Maddie, too. It's it's funny how both of these guys I, I met <laughs> through competition. Mm-hmm. Um, current, she was currently dating Swain when mm-hmm. Swain and I were doing another competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was brought on board to help us with, uh, we wanted to add like a poetry element to it. And Maddie was, uh, wrote, uh, wrote a few mm-hmm. and we decided to base it off the poem that she wrote. And that's when her and I got close. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so we definitely have a friendship intertwined with, <laughs> yeah. with media, I guess. <laughs> and we've made multiple yeah. short like things together since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have, um, on our YouTube channel, just like a, short playlist of I think pretty much most of the short films that we've made either together or separately um, that were some of the more proud ones but yeah I mean we've probably made like five or six short films between the three of us partnering in some sort of a way and then like a handful more of other projects that weren't short films like commercials or you know various things yeah totally uh, and then with the process of this one, do you have sort of uh, separate roles and focus around those roles? Or are you sort of uh, figuring it out? I am curious both about the writing process and pre-production and then also how you plan to shoot it for being the talent or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go for it. You should answer that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the three of us have always kind of known where our strong suits are and it's kind of interesting because there are three main parts of excuse me (laughs) you know that's a good time let's uh pause for room tone oh yes (laughs) i guess that'll work So then we just splice that sound in whenever we need to fill room space. Right? Is, you reverse it, right? Though you, yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. It's use right, the inverse. Ten audience. seconds, like they do in, in the room tone podcast, and we learned so good. Ready? Gosh, it's like never heard or not. <laughs> yeah, the real sweet, sweet ambient. Probably, the real oh, right, we just yeah. hear that static. Yeah. Yeah. The longest I've ever shut up for. <laughs> That's a success. <laughs> the real treat is the awkward silence you get. Yeah. So roles mm-hmm. in the production. Uh, what? Where's the strengths of each of the the team here? And how yeah. Are you, how are you using them? Um, <laughs> it kind of lines up. You know, there are there are three main parts to a creative production. There's the pre-production where you're coming up with ideas and you're writing and you're planning. There's the production where you're on set and you're solving problems, you're setting up lights, you're making things happen. And then there's the post-production where you bring all that thing all that together and edit it, make it into a cohesive piece. And the three of us have always known that we each thrive in each of those. You know, Maddie is a writer and she's very analytical. And so she works in pre-production. Austin is a a very smart behind the camera. He knows what he's looking for in lights and he can work with the talent. He's really good in production. And uh, I thrive in the more technical space and, uh, you know, I'm familiar with the softwares a lot. And so I kind of work really well in in post-production and editing. but that is to say, I think one of the main goals of us coming together and doing this is to just each kind of tackle all of that together and, you know, be there to lean on each other, but really kind of try to create a brainchild between the three of us as far mm-hmm. as w- when we all come together and combine, what do we create? 
I, I really like listening in, in the podcast because I also exist in a um, like a three way creative relationship with my podcast hosts. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is juicy. Let's go. Where's the clip? <laughs> but I, I like when there's like slight creative disagreements, and you can yeah. hear like the. <laughs> you can like, feel it too. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> you should see what we cut out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's 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 deeply entertaining for me because I, I don't have to participate in it. We'll keep in a pause every yeah. now and again. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving on. <laughs> and and it's 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 fun to see what you agree with too. And I like I've had my own ideas. Like yeah. you know, yeah. like someone will say something about this. I'm like, oh, I'm do this. And it's, no, no, no. It's I fun. think part of it is, uh, I, I heard this somewhere, but I forgot where I heard it. Um, it's being able to separate ego from actually like you feel strongly about something uh, rather than saying like, oh, I want this thing in, in the short film. Uh, uh, and then someone disagrees with it rather than trying to fight for it, hearing the other people out, like like mm-hmm. wanting to like know like why you disagree with it or why I strongly feel for it. Mm-hmm. And being able to kind of kill our darlings in that in that way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so list your biggest disagreements. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we ready to like throw down? Or yeah. I feel like our biggest disagreements aren't necessarily with the short film. I feel like our biggest disagreements come from the question of the day when we <laughs> talk. About That's fair. That. When we just, yeah. Oh yeah, because I feel like most part we're we get on the same page and we we. I don't Understand. know. Sometimes you'll say some weird shit about Carol, and I'm like, <laughs> that, ain't that, ain't, that ain't what she's got going on. Name I'm me sorry. one thing I said about Carol. Well, she makes her own wine. Yeah, I wanted she her to ain't be... no fucking wine maker. She's like a 60 year old no. boozer. She does not have the energy. No, not at all. She has no drive. I just want her to do some stuff. I want her to be fun. She doesn't. Have her own little little thing. How have long? you even met her? How long is the movie? This is another this is something I've like regularly wondered. Because when you were designing your characters, I was like, this sounds like a movie. That's yeah. so funny. Actually, now that you said that, that's the thing I think we <laughs> disagree yes. with the, the most. Length, the uh, length of the short film yeah. is one of our biggest disagreements yeah. thus far. Um, although we haven't had like a a too formal conversation about the length of the short film, uh, we're just kind of writing as we go, and <laughs> if we have the cut, we'll have the cut. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, yeah, we all have like different opinions of how long it should be, and I think part of that comes from just how we're all visualizing it very differently. I mean, differently, but the same. Yeah. And every episode we just get more and more on the same page, Mm -hmm. which works out. Yeah. I think we're all basically, yeah, I think we're all visualizing under like 13 minutes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on. <laughs> there it goes. That's a big 13. So you, yeah. You're thinking that is a big 13. But I, I just feel like with all the content that we have and like as we're writing, um, it just makes me think like, God, this is going to be like a damn near 20 minute, 20, 30, not 30 minute, but thank you. 20, 25 minute <laughs> short film. Uh as okay. as 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 where it stands, I will say, like yeah. if we leave everything in, we don't cut anything, we don't do anything. A lot of that also has to do with like post production too, and oh, yeah. kind of seeing what fits and what doesn't fit. Um, but as of now, I see it uh, running about twenty twenty five minutes. 
I was going to guess 25. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. That, that was because when you were, you're talking about like there was like a scene in the garage where they were smoking pot and what? like they had. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this film has everything. <laughs> the, the characters had like backstories that I was just like, how are these going to be in there? Or like, how will they be told? Yeah. We wrote very elaborate backstories. I think that comes from like our Dungeons and Dragons days. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like yeah. the more you know about the character. The more you can like be in their skin, even if no one else ever knows any of that. Oh, you can just release an accompanying manga. Right, exactly. All right, that's season two. Yeah. 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 We could on writes a manga. Or a D&D module. I, oh. I was really loud there, sorry. Yeah. Or a D&D module. True. Hey, this would be a interesting. All takes place in a in a dining room. Yeah. Yes. The political intrigue. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely part of the creative, like, um, creating of the characters was, like, coming up with everything about them so that we know it, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter for the viewer. Mm -hmm. Like, we just need to know these characters on a deeply personal level. So that you actually, like, know their motivations. Yeah. Or just know when to write a joke. I'm not positive you guys have reached this point in the podcast. I don't remember when we did this but we actually wrote D&D character sheets for each of these characters (laughs) that's awesome Uh, yeah we spent three full episodes yeah three episodes I think we modified it yes 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 because we did each character or two characters per episode there are eight characters yeah that's a cool idea I like that a lot (laughs) yes we determined like the class for each of them and (laughs) strengths weaknesses yeah Yeah, we just put like a lot of things to rest like to just be like well you know if they if they're like charisma is only so they literally wouldn't be able to do that like we've agreed upon a number like they're not persuasive unless they roll (laughs) yeah Yeah, you never know when you're gonna get a nat 20 I mean, that's been one of the biggest ways that we settle a creative disagreement. Is mm-hmm. like someone says that it should happen this way, someone says that it should happen this way, and it's like, but we know the characters so well. Like, here's what they would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know what's going to happen. We might disagree <laughs> cool. on it, but yeah. there's an answer. <laughs> Which is why, I mean, it's it, we kind of put ourselves and the audience into an interesting situation. I mean, a lot, most of our all of our more recent episodes start with a disclaimer of you should probably start this podcast from the beginning because we have eight characters in our film. For some reason, we decided to make like the most complicated story, <laughs> but we have eight characters on a film and like we meet and get to know them over the course of the show. And it's like, I feel like to, to be there with us, like that's, that's one of the best ways to do it. Yeah. Um, so, like, what 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 are you uh, each sort of excited about bringing into the next phase? I guess would be the like production part, assuming pre-production clears. Where where what are you excited for uh, that next phase, each and to kind of focus on? So for production, I guess what I'm really excited about is just getting started. Uh, the first shot. Mm-hmm. Once we have the first shot, I feel already that like we're gonna we're, we have something here you know we have something tangible um that's mostly what i think of i also th- just like the lighting challenges that we've kind of made for ourselves um we've talked a lot about like the vibe the style and and it'd be really interesting to see if uh once we put that together uh what we can produce i want to know about lighting cha- wait we should 
pause for an ad break. Is that is this a good time for that? Yeah. We nope. should before we bore people with biting problems. This episode is brought to you by the team at Triple Falls. Triple Falls is an independent media and production company, and uh, you can hire us for a project. Just reach out to us at info at triplefalls.org to find out more and let us know what you're thinking. Your support makes these types of productions possible. Now back to the show. And we're back. Awesome. Well, hey, tell us about what's going on with the light. I want to. Where are you shooting the thing? Like, what's the actual location? Do you have one? And uh, like, I, I, you know, when I imagine a movie set, I think of like a big warehouse, and then you know, three walls built, and then you know, big skylights on top. And you guys should if, shoot if, it here. If you have something mm-hmm. like that, yeah, we're definitely yeah. interested. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically the I same. Think, yeah, I think yeah, this room is our nicest set we have to offer. <laughs> yeah. We we. We did set this up like a dinner table in honor of y'all. I do. So, I, love I love that. that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's a great table. It really is. Um, I guess. Uh, so we haven't found a location yet. We 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 are currently in the script writing uh, process. Uh, and I think next we're going to be working on what storyboarding, scouting. location scouting, casting, casting, um, storyboard. Did you say storyboarding? Yeah. I'm going to say it one more time. Storyboarding. Perfect. <laughs> Give me a take three. Storyboarding. Uh, stuff like that. So yeah, no, we haven't have found a location just yet. Yeah. Well, we're hoping to just like get an Airbnb mm-hmm. because I feel like that usually works best on like big time sets versus like just getting a warehouse, like a big empty room. Cause then mm-hmm. you, kind of already have that character built in and mm. you can like search for a house that fits your needs. Yeah, so. since, yeah. Since our whole film takes place in one house, it makes sense to find something that's already built. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is one day of shooting. No, no. God, no. Probably a weekend. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably weekend. get like a nice Airbnb for a weekend mm-hmm. and just get a, like a lot cool. of pizza and caffeine. Yeah. And just um, make it work. You're going to have to, what we're oh, used to, you're going to have to convince them you're not shooting a porn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, we're actually hoping that's people. a selling point. What if that's the deal? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or we're we have to convince here. them that we're shooting porn. <laughs> ah, yes. Yes. Maybe okay. they'll give us a discount. On TikTok, I see people complaining that you like can't let them find out you're shooting there. Oh. I don't know if that's like a movie thing or just because like a porn thing. Interesting. Oh. I do that all the time when people ask me like what newspaper you work for. I'm just like OnlyFans. Only <laughs> Stop asking questions. Ooh. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, uh, since we went on the uh, term, or since we ta- started talking about uh, porn, porn. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's always What's with nice? porn. It's always, it's always it with is. porn. It really is. It is. Uh, can I ask you one of our questions of the day? Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, God, that's the question you're going to ask? Yeah, me? that's the question I'm going to ask. That's the yeah. one we've, we've debated for so long. <laughs> if you guys were a host at an orgy, yep. what are, who would you have cater? Who would I have hmm. cater? Yeah. yeah. What's What are you serving? What are you are serving? Are you doing finger foods? Are you doing five corps? <laughs> yeah, what's going uh, on? Is it just a Sunday bar? Is it just a Sunday bar? Hmm. I think I think question. my immediate reaction is any hors d'oeuvre has to be like one piece, like a grape or a carrot that could be instantly just popped in oh. your mouth. So you're so going like super fast simple. and easy. Yeah, just and for uh, a drive-by snacking. Yeah, and yeah. then maybe like something carb-based that's not too heavy, like a light pasta salad. 
A oh. light pop. Okay, okay. A wise man. It's like a nice picnic over there. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> nice. You don't want anything too, too heavy for sure. That's yeah. definitely going to have that's, a negative effect. Yep, yep, yep. That was my, my my thought process. I feel too. like phallic objects are also probably a good thing to yeah. kind of help spice. The banana and, and cucumber. You can't yeah. Go wrong. Spring cheese. Yeah. Yes. Cheese. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> they have those very Spring suggestive melons that have like the seeds make oh. a. Uh, I don't know what the like what like the, like the the word for the fat word phallic for phallus what, I think phallus okay yes the phallus looking melons <laughs> <laughs> definitely those <laughs> whatever that is as people are entering it looks like titties right <laughs> this is awfully phallic looking mm. so like high V or the co-op then we're talking yeah you gotta, you're gonna want something nice something it's not can't be seedless because the seeds kind of help make up the compartment that when you cut it in half oh yeah mm-hmm. right so, so you would go to Hy-Vee or Co-op? Like, what would? Yeah, I'm guessing Co-op because Hy-Vee's probably mostly seedless melons. Oh, I suppose. Huh. Yeah, he was ready for that. I he love really it. was. Yeah, he was yeah. like, "You guys, <laughs> <laughs> there's these I melons." Have a list. <laughs> yeah. For the record, I, 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 I haven't hosted. I'm just, I'm not speaking from experience, but <laughs> that's where my mind goes. How about y'all? I am. Um, I went to a wedding once. And <laughs> good start. Good start. Yeah. And, uh, Hell of a wedding. <laughs> you tell. Best they, wedding ever. They had like the like the most ornate potato bar. Ooh. Ooh. You don't think that'd be too heavy? Yeah, I, you see, here's heavy. here's yeah. the thing: people are gonna do what they're gonna do, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. And like, I normally don't care what that is as long as you wash your hands. <laughs> that's um, right. So but that's not like an excuse not have the alt optimal food, though. You gotta think of like yeah. the benefit for everybody because you you want people to you don't want to be the, like the last person done at an orgy. Hey, it's know? his it's his well, orgy. Yeah, you're right. Like, fine, fine, fine. Sure, this guy's like, got waiting for his hot potato. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's, that's sick potato. <laughs> Too hot to eat. <laughs> When you're catering an orgy, like that's not the type of appetite I would expect people to bring. Yeah. So like this is this is secondary. Yeah. Like I don't think people are gonna show up and be like, "What? Where's the fucking meal?" (laughs) You're just not the right kind of orgy. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where uh, what it's uh. He pulls the sandwich out from alongside the bedside table. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that, that's not the vibe of my orgy. That's People finish. They wash their hands. They hit the potato bar. Hell yes. Um, and yeah, that, that's. I think I would have mm. an over-the-top potato bar. You know what? That's. I get yeah, it I because that. eating potatoes in any form is kind of like just cuddling. Yeah. So maybe after yeah. your, you know, vigorousness, mm-hmm. you just want a nice inside cuddle. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I get that. that. I'll, yeah. come, I'll come to your French fry sex party. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> inside cuddle. I like that. Yeah. Oh. Willis? Oh. And then I want your guys' answers because well, I'm guessing you guys have thought about this more than we have. Really <laughs> We've put a lot of thought yeah. in this. I was thinking the, the finger foods, fruit bar, you got, you got <laughs> some foods. fruit. Fruits, like light fruits, yes. yeah. maybe dice, a little big old bowl, a couple yes. bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple different types, depending on what you're feeling. Yeah. yeah Keep yeah. it easy. And then, uh, I don't know about like... 
you got to have something with a little bit of substance. So, like, maybe wraps or something. Ooh, oh, yeah. Just to grab and go. Pinwheels. Pinwheels. Yeah, pinwheels. Oh, yeah. yeah. A little Minnesota sushi. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So you're that's not going sexual. It's just all efficiency. That's that's the rule. Yeah, I think I think you got to keep everybody, like, feeling good mm-hmm. and... Uh, um, you know, I think uh, sugar in the in the fruit could be helpful. Yeah, that's my, true. my main mm-hmm. pitch. Yeah, it's all I'd about say, morale. I'd yeah. say no hors d'oeuvres that you need a toothpick for. I Ooh, feel like yeah, that's a good rule. Dangerous or only hors d'oeuvres that you need a toothpick. For. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends on the party. Depends on how mm-hmm. intense you're getting. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. All right, we no, should that's wrap. That's a great answer. It is. Yeah. Well, said. were there any like uh, overarching winners from the from the room tone podcast discussion? I think we have yet to agree. Okay. <laughs> we do go into it at length on our show. Yeah, I yeah. Forget to exactly. find out our <laughs> answers, you have to listen to our <laughs> podcast. It's <laughs> funny because I didn't know which question about porn you were going to ask. Do we ask a lot of questions? Oh about yeah, porn? definitely. In like episode two, you asked if if each other. If you asked if everyone <laughs> would shoot pornography, yeah. right? Um, um, we do yeah. post. Yeah, we talk a lot about porn and just. <laughs> We're all here for, you know, sexual acceptance and positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, live your life. Yeah. Um, they also pay cinematographers, too. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, we do post um, on our Instagram. We posted a lot of our kind of questions of the day. And so if you were curious to our in-depth answers on what who we would cater our orgy, it's on our Instagram. And then I don't know. You'll have to do some math as far as where the date is. <laughs> Or we could just tell them right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just let us know. You got the answer right in your back pocket. Let's hear it. I don't know the episode number. I remember saying Arby's roast beef because they look like pussies. <laughs> yeah. so I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to taint this Which, podcast. <laughs> I, I said uh, something like Jimmy John's or like Subway. Something like those small sandwiches. Something that you can Subway. kind of like put together yourself. You don't need necessarily to add too much, mm. but if you are hungry, you can. Mm. It's light. It's not going to make you feel like gross afterwards. I feel like if Subway is catering your orgy, though, you have to get the foot, like the, the, the five the, foot, like the really like one, oh, like yeah. the one that everyone Ooh. partakes in. See, but yeah. like I feel like yeah. that 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 just leads to to messy business right there because you don't know where everyone's hands been. Messy oh, business. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're here Mr. for. Washing baby. your hands. What do you mean? <laughs> you can have wipes. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of why I was leaving, leaning towards a finger food because yeah. then it's like, and then maybe a scooped out pops, pasta salad because I yeah. can wa- I can get to the island, mm-hmm. get my food, get out of there, no, and I didn't touch anyone <laughs> else's stuff. To the style. island, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he's already got his room picked yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm imagining like I want to be able to walk by <laughs> and scoop up on the way to the room if I have I, to. Right. I do want my potato bar to be opulent. <laughs> Yes. Like, I mean, I want it on, like, a table with a full spread. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we're yeah. talking about, like, real silverware. Like, this mm. thing Beautiful is, like, garbage. you're you're wanting yeah. to get to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very it's, classy. Very it's, sophisticated. It's not just, like, a side thing. Like, oh, yeah, we can get food. It's like, oh, yeah, we had the orgy. But did you also have the potatoes? Yeah. 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 You know, like, when they, they show you, like, the, like, the like the treasure in like an Indiana Jones movie oh, or something yes. like that. Yeah. Like it should be in the corner like that. Like yeah. Yeah. it should be the goddamn centerpiece. Yeah. It's on the flyer. Oh yeah. <laughs> just like, just like, <laughs> Dude, now that I'm thinking about it, I think we should have corn dogs. Corn dogs. Ooh, I actually, orgy. I actually like that quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Or pronto pups. 
because I know Whatever there's a lot of debate like. between Prano pups and corn dogs. But Whatever you like. What about mini corn dogs? Would you do mini corn dogs? No, I want ones with the sticks. Yeah, I'm thinking the the less physical things, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Pop in. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. Some you can just pop in and out and in. Right. And out. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> to your heart's desire. Yeah. Uh, Swain, let's hear your answer. What, what was what was yours? I have a great answer. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think me and Willis are on the same uh, path here. I'm all about morale. I want people to have a good time. Right. And uh, so I'm going to have a Sunday bar. <laughs> Sunday bar. At my oh. orgy. Some, fro- some frozen yogurt. Uh, and you can make whatever bowl you like and that comes with fresh fruit for you know finger foods as well as whipped cream chocolate sauce you can bring that into the party yourself you're gonna get so many people (laughs) you're gonna have ants for like weeks yeah i just think about like throwing up like i feel like this is why they make you sign the thing about not filming porn at the airbnb (laughs) (laughs) this is what the airbnb people are worried about (laughs) why are you bringing kiddie pools in here (laughs) you don't want it on your carpet do you Uh, all right so we're lighting a short film yeah Um, (laughs) yeah we have some very interesting lighting scenarios in Mm -hmm. this project i think it's mostly just uh we we kind of established this vibe in the beginning of what we want it to look like and i think pretty soon here we're going to talk about it again uh now that we're further into the uh pre uh pre-production stage um and I think we all just have like this very uh, appreciation for good lighting and for dramatic lighting totally. and just just something that le- looks visually nice. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's can rely heavily on location and lighting. Yeah, yeah. One of our biggest influences between the three of us is Edgar Wright mm-hmm. um, with films like Scott Pilgrim and Hot Fuzz and Baby Driver. These things, and he is just. Crazy. I mean, he takes over the film. And, you know, a lot of the things he does, they don't feel real, but they tell his story. And we've talked about doing a couple things like that. You know, we have our eight characters. And to introduce each of them, you know, we've talked about doing like this big, we, uh, the film was kind of born with this idea of like a big lazy Susan in the middle of a table. And they spin through the hors d'oeuvres and the camera goes and find each of the person and then as we introduce one of the members of the family the lazy susan comes to a stop and this big spotlight poof, lights them up and uh and that we've kind of talked you know a little bit of those kind of creative directions to pull this and make it a little more stylized a little more fun hmm. wes anderson is definitely another big influence mm-hmm. huge take away tt as well Mm-hmm. Or at least mm, for me. No, not for me. <laughs> There's another disagreement. <laughs> oh, before we get too far, I actually did do the research to hear our full discussion on our orgy catering <laughs> uh, episode 19 on a roll. Oh, there we go. From okay. the Room Tomb Podcast. All right. Sounds like you decided on sushi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the, hmm. I. The Lazy Susan thing, you're, you're talking about that, and like I already heard about that in like episode three. Yeah, it, like, it was definitely is it like, one of like the, 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 the seed ideas for the yeah, whole film? It really was. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, I also have to ask so you've, you've made a number of short films in the past. Um, is, is this like a like an like a, an iteration of it where 
um, has each one of these taken this much time or put this much effort into it? Or is this like, are you like <laughs> taking everything and like, like uh, doubling up on it? That one. Usually we, yeah. I mean, like we were kind of saying before, like most of the projects that we've worked on have been for like week long competitions and a week mm. is all you get. So mm. we kind of wanted to do the exact opposite of that and spend as much time as we needed, mm-hmm. just like figuring everything out and trying not to like set a harsh deadline to just like mm-hmm. let it grow as it needs to. Yeah. yeah. Cause when you, yeah, I mean, we've done so many projects where all you have is a week to put it together and, you know, we'd make something that we're proud of, you know, given those restraints, but we've never really like, it never feels like it reaches its full potential or it's like, Oh man, but what if we had so much more time? Mm-hmm. And it's like the kind of thing you'd want to introduce. Like this is the short film I made for like you, you want to like tell someone that like oh, we yeah. had a week. <laughs> right. We exactly. had like five days in total. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean half like partway through this, we really realized we're having a lot of fun. Just like being friends, bullshitting you know, just like taking our time and making sure that these things happen in the right way. And so we've really just kind of taken that step to say, we're going to, this film is going to happen as it needs to happen. You know, we're just kind of going through these phases as they feel right. And um, we're just going to have a good time doing it along the way and do what we can to kind of show people what it's like to, what it's like to make it work. Mm-hmm. Cool. It seems like the uh, po- adding a podcast to the mix would, in some ways, challenge or slow things down a bit. But I could imagine it would help on the fun side. So, um, how, how's the podcast been? Has that been a fun thing to like add into the mix with your your pre production phase of the the document the it, short film? It's definitely added a lot more time. Like we, would, <laughs> if, if we didn't do the podcast, it would. I mean, we would, yeah, we probably would be done by now, but like, you know, I mean, a podcast is a huge thing, especially when you're trying to do it all on the spot and try to make like huge decisions while you're doing the podcast. Like you can't really spend too much time outside of the podcast working on things because you want to have people hear it. Yeah. So it's (laughs) like, yeah, we're kind of stuck in that podcast time frame for a lot of it yeah it's definitely made things take longer but like you said like it also helps us to focus on just having a good time with it yeah there's also a lot of accountability i wish i could record everything these guys say (laughs) because like sometimes we're like what did you say like a month and a half ago um you know but also you have a podcast like the movie will be made and it will yeah. come out and then the podcast still exists. What's the podcast going to do? I think it's just going to be an addition uh, in reality. I think uh, they're going to kind of coexist with one another. Um, you can listen to one or you can listen to both, but they just kind of live with each other. That's No, I mean after the movie's out. Oh, 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 oh. I, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. We there's a couple schools of thought as far as yeah what is the podcast after the film is done and yeah we're not entirely sure there's been talk of maybe doing a second season if we decide we want to make another short film Mm -hmm. then it would be a kind of a cool way to continue that but yeah otherwise i mean i feel like it's kind of once the film is done the podcast ends with it and then it's kind of just this this like completed piece I don't know how much of a continuation it'll have after the film is done. Right. 
Mm. I mean, there will definitely be episodes of wrap up and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. we're planning to put it towards like film festivals and things like that. So kind of talking through like that piece of the process. But yeah, I think when the film is done, season one of the podcast is done. And Mm -hmm. if there's more, I guess that's kind of up to Mm -hmm. how how this process goes. Mm -hmm. I got a I got a question kind of about that, like for other people who are in the, the business of creating, um, I mean, YouTube is the kind of easy platform to step up on. Um, but I mean, obviously you want to get into film, like film festivals or like all these other things. Like what, what does the movie do? Um, you know, like that's kind of a big question. Cause if you don't have a, a YouTube channel with a platform, like you could make the best movie ever and it just, you know, releases mm-hmm. to your buds. Totally. Um, you know, what, that's a constant fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Is, is it is it something that you're you're doing for like personal reasons, or um, is it a resume builder? Like, you know, what what is the as y'all work in the industry um, mm-hmm. too? So, like, what does this do for you, and what does it do otherwise? Like, what does it do? I think I think one of the things that we've talked about is uh, we want to really build a community of artists uh, to do this one big project. And I guess it's, it's personal. I mean, it's uh, sure. We're going to put it into, you know, uh, uh, film festivals and stuff like that. Whenever, if, if uh, it meets the requirements, but I think overall we wanted to make an art project with each other. We're mm-hmm. three really close friends and we, we want, to do something that we're proud of so i guess it's, it, it can do multiple things and it could do nothing <laughs> but we're here to to do it either way yeah yeah i'd definitely yeah. say at its core it's a passion project mm-hmm. um but a portfolio builder definitely does not hurt mm-hmm. i mean to say that hey we put together this short film that we're extremely proud of also there's like a hundred hours of other produced content outlining every step of it like that that can look good to somebody. Yeah, sure. And I think just like, if we can teach one person, one thing about like either like what not to be afraid of or what to expect when you like want to start doing a huge creative project, like y'all just need to chill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And hopefully if we can like show that in some way, then I feel like that's a mission accomplished too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like one of like the, main conversations the three of us had before we started doing the show was like we'd be watching something funny or you know just something that we admired and we're like i wonder what it was like to be in the writer's room like i wonder i i just want to like be a fly on the wall for the people who put together this thing that i like and Mm -hmm. i guess in some ways we're trying to kind of bring that experience out and say once you have the final product you can kind of put those pieces together and show the, see the steps that brought us there. Mm-hmm. Do you have a sense how many more episodes it'll take before we, we, we got a video to watch? <laughs> oh my God. It's probably going to be like a hundred. I imagine. Cause now do you count in terms of like episodes versus like weeks or days or something? We count. I, I don't know. I don't know. Do we even really count it? Like, like no. a, we, we, it's just a part of our life now. Yeah. Like, it's okay. kind of just like, okay, it's Monday. We're doing room tone stuff. Mm-hmm. We're working on this. Like, mm. honestly, until I see, like, the uh, like the episode name 
on the file, I'm like, oh, we're on episode 32. Wow. Because <laughs> yeah. like, it's just been our lives. It's just, yeah, <laughs> so, it's just an ongoing project. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, yeah, it, but gosh. Like when the movie's done, you're going to have like a grieving period. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> We're going to have to learn how to deal with death like our characters <gasps> did. Oh, oh, <laughs> this movie's our Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have any uh, other like big um, film production goals outside of this, this uh, current short film, either independently or together? This kind of the main focus right now. This is one hundred percent the main focus. Yeah. Cool. Um, Other than probably like freelance work that we do to you know live. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. This is our main focus, uh, which is kind of nice. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like just being in this headspace for for so long really helps bring out the short film and just makes it better every time we we come back to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of freelance work, though, I suppose, um, like, one of the one of the things that I like to do the most is I shoot music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have a really fun time doing that. It's, it's been a while, unfortunately, you know, with the, uh, with the pandemic, um, a lot of people weren't performing and things like that. So, uh, but I, I find that really exciting. So I hope to grow in that as well. The last uh, music video sets that he did was actually for a guest that you had here, Lucid Llama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I've seen those. Yeah. Those are great. Very great productions, which we all, uh, he was he was the head uh, director on, but we <laughs> all we all worked. You could see Maddie's hand in one of the... That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's true. <laughs> nice. My pole focus game is crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, what's uh, what's one underrated piece of uh, film, a kit that you let make sure is in your bag or box when you show up to the production? Ooh. What's one of your favorite little like? Uh, this is a this is a must have for me. Gels, gels. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Maddie's all about the gels. Yeah, mm-hmm. all about adding a pop of color or a mm. freaking rim light of color. Like mm. it can go anywhere. It's perfect. Cool. God, that's a really good question. <laughs> trying to think. I would, I would say a shoulder rig. Mm-hmm. I can show up with a gimbal and with a tripod and a slider, but almost every shoot I end up wanting to go handheld. And like, I drink a lot of caffeine, so I'm shaky. Uh, so I always end up with you know something you can pop on your shoulder, and you know it's got a handle on top, a couple handles on bottom. You can get really flexible shots with it. Cool. Yeah. I think for me, the must thing, the must piece of equipment I have has to be a camera. Because it's going to be kind of hard. <laughs> Shut the fuck right. up. <laughs> That's so underrated. Turn off his <laughs> You say turn off my mic? Yeah. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> and, but in reality, though, like that's that's what it is like if if you can have a camera and a 50 millimeter lens uh you're you're set you can make whatever you need to make it's not going to be the best but it's going to be something um yeah i guess then what body is your yeah don't leave without it body then um well i'm currently shooting with the sony a7r2 yeah yeah. And the nifty 50. And the nifty 50. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I've been using your 100 millimeter. Well, that's where that went. <laughs> yeah. Rokinon, not Rokinon. Yeah, uh, Tokina? Yeah. Yeah, Tokina. That's a great lens. It's 100, 100 macro. Oh, yeah. I can tell you how great that lens okay, is. Okay, that's my new answer. 100 macro lens. Mm. Mm. 
That's fair. Yeah. We love Gosh. our tight shots. Let's, let's talk about movies a little bit. Um, we, you talk about movies on your podcast all the time. Yeah. Actually, I, I really enjoyed, I said this beforehand, <laughs> but I'll say it again. I, the, the companion piece to Little Miss Sunshine, I was a total hater going into it. Like I was like, <laughs> do I really want to listen to this like mystery science theater kind of thing? And then it was fun. It was, it was good. Oh, thank uh, you. Do the companion piece. Or keep doing that if you finish your thing, too, because that was really um, fun to do. Okay. okay. But, um like talk about some of the qualities of you know films that inspire you as filmmakers like you you do a very different thing than we do we're like more on the capture end and stuff but you sure. know what is it that you see in movies that you know sparks your you know creative vision that makes you want to start two massive creative products at the same time yeah <laughs> oh shit that's a good question yeah <clears throat> where to uh, begin yeah no kidding um i would i would say Probably one of the most influential, um, like, creators right now in terms of movies for me um, is a small-time direct uh, is a director called uh, Jonas Ackerland, um, who I believe has only done a couple of he's only done a couple of movies that I've seen, but um, did a project uh, called Small Apartments and did a is it a manga adaptation um, called Polar. And uh, those are the two movies that I really like from him. And he is just really good at um, just taking like a dark, twisted topic and just making it like absurdly funny. And so I get really inspired just by like taking something so weird and like like out of the box and just making it enjoyable, making it artistic, making it consumable. Um, yeah. What, what, what about those? What about those? You said that they're like dark or like whatever. What, what are the, what are the topics? Like I want to imagine this a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, small apartments was actually a, a, one of the a big tonal inspirations for our film. It's about this strange. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> It's, it's about this uh, strange man who lives in this apartment complex, and uh, his landlord ends up dying in his apartment. And this person ends up being, like, one of the worst criminals uh, to the point where he's, like, full-on just dragging this body across the parking lot just slowly. And nobody around seems to care, and it's basically the story just kind of follows like him trying to dispose of this body and trying to like deal with the aftermath with the cops. And it's all just like this total absurdist dark comedy. And he's be and he's in like tidy whities the whole time. Oh yeah. yes. He never wears pants. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> he does wear lederhosen. He does. <laughs> this is yes. true. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a Matt Downs. Is that his name? Matt Lucas. Matt Thank you. Cut that out. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Matt Lucas who played like Tweedledee and Tweedledum in the new. Um, he did. Oh yeah. my god! I in, didn't. I totally forgot about that. In like the Alice in Wonderland reboots. So just like this weird bald guy in whitey tighties, worst <laughs> criminal ever. Uh, watch it. Like you mean wow. he's like an ineffective criminal or especially heinous? No, like bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> like he just like throws a body bag off of a building and like makes like, a huge sound. I totally like, misinterpreted that. I thought he was just like like horrifically evil. Oh, no. <laughs> just whitey tighties yeah. the entire time. Yeah. I was like, that would be fun. <laughs> he's just inept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. 
and it's very enjoyable. Sure. That is like a key movie to recommend mm-hmm. for like, if you want to see what we kind of based our movie off of, yeah. I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. Um, for me, it's anything that can like actually surprise me. Cause I've got a pretty, I've got a pretty dark um, mindset and I have a lot of expectations for movies to like bring up their game and like show me something that I haven't seen. So if a movie can make me go, oh my goodness, or like just stop and like <laughs> need to think about it, then it's done its job. Um, but secondarily, I mean, characters are where it's at. I, w- I care way more about if the characters are good than if the shooting is good. Um, because you can't have something beautiful without having the characters living there, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Any good recent examples for you? Of good characters or of surprising things? Yeah, yeah surprising maybe, or, or good. Ooh. Yeah, whatever, just like recent hits. Marvel Endgame. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, an obvious one is like Hereditary, mm. um, the girl getting her head ripped off. and Hereditary. Yes, sorry, spoilers <laughs> for a movie that came out in 2018. Um <laughs> Or what did we just watch? I have a list. Mm. If you Hereditary don't mind. was the movie that got me into horror. I was yeah, like solid. away from it and for a long time, and then I I started just devouring every horror film I could. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. horror movies are where it's at. I've been going through that company. I haven't gotten to Hereditary yet. I've been watching through A twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're big A twenty four advocates here. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so is my friend, and he got me to start watching them. Dude, we yeah, gotta watch yeah. Hereditary. Well, I, I, the, I know what happens now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's like not, not even a spoiler. spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the beginning of the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be worried about it. Yeah. I was just he, he can't remember things that happened. Yeah, I, I, you're going to be shocked. I got okay? the object permanence of like a pretty smart dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> Um, thoroughbreds oh was what God. I was thinking of. Yep. Uh, I think it was like 2016, maybe. Um, it's got Anya Taylor Joy and I don't remember her that name. That other girl, um, Emma from Bates Motel. Anyways, that was another good uh, horror thriller, kind mm-hmm. of just weird suspense mm-hmm. psychopath story. So I would recommend that. I actually haven't seen that. What was that? About? We'll talk. About I that know. Later. I know you haven't seen that. <laughs> Um, I guess for myself, uh, some of the huge influential, uh, directors that I kind of follow, uh, are these dual directors called the Daniels. They, uh, recently, uh, made everything everywhere all at once. Um, they previously made Swiss army man, uh, a handful of, uh, music videos, short films, um, they directed the yeah. turn down for what music they video? Di- they directed the turn down for what <laughs> music video? Hey. Like that one. Smashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess what what really uh, why I'm so drawn to them is I feel like they have this innate ability to make you feel like the smallest, biggest piece of shit ever, and that you mean <laughs> absolutely nothing. And that's okay. And and they kind of, uh, 
yeah, just make you okay with that. It's 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 really weird. It's it's a weird uh, dichotomy. Dichotomy is that the right word? Yeah. Um, and just like what they do visually and and what they do on a budget. Like I think everything everywhere all at once ended up making or ended up uh, being made for thirty million, uh, which is chump change in comparison yeah. to like what. Uh, blockbuster movies uh, do with budgets. Especially uh, considering how beautiful it is. Yeah, <laughs> over 500 F- uh, VFX shots uh, with only five people doing them. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. And their VFX like held up. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow, interesting. Majority of it, practical. Majority of it, practical. That makes sense. I love they, practical effects. Yeah. Oh, God, do. yeah. Uh, their <laughs> their uh, motto was less Marvel, more Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. That's a great motto. It really is. Hell yes. And no, I just, I, I've really loved what they've done and I've really loved the stories that they've told and, and it's always in an unconventional way. It's never, uh, two people feeling sad and learning to love each other, you know, whatever it's, it's always just a very convoluted way to tell a story. And I, I love what they do. Highly recommend. They have very human Mm. characters in Mm -hmm. absurd situations, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I don't, I don't know if you've guys heard Swiss army man. Yeah. 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 Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano. Uh, 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 another a 24 movie. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, that's, that's essential. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe plays a, uh, multi-purpose corpse i guess <laughs> and helps paul dano's character uh come back home uh from being stranded on an island and that's the premise of the film but like that, very quirky that sounds mm-hmm. nuts like what <laughs> like imagine pitching that to any studio yeah exactly and 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 when you watch it you're like god this is just so good yeah and and it's just about loving yourself and it's it's a fun message and i don't know Ooh. everything they do they just it's home. It's home. That's actually what I don't understand about the film industry is like, so for a while I went on a long, like shitty horror movie kick too. <laughs> Hell yes. And then like, I, I'll look up the budget and I'm like, who the fuck funded Piranaconda? Asking the real question. And yet we can't get funded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Like there's a lot of movies now and I, I do feel like to, to talk about what you were talking about being like surprised and like having good characters. Like sometimes I'll start watching a movie and like I'm feeling like the foreshadowing and I'm excited. And then about like 10 minutes later, they like reiterate the thing, damn near break the fourth wall, insult the audience. And it's like, what is like, nope. is, just make a second cut for people who are looking at their phone. Right. Like, they, should yeah. just, they should just do both. Right. Um, and like, I, I don't understand how, or like particularly why, since we all watch things over and over again, that this is being done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so much of like the film industry is run by like pencil pushing big wigs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's so much of, well, we have to, you know, cater to the lowest common denominator and we have to put out things that are proven to work. We're all doing reboots and sequels and, but you know, Sharknado doesn't work. Like well, nobody actually, watched Sharknado is like a cult classic. It's considered okay, like well, a cult Piranha, classic. Piranha Conda is probably Conda. not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I well, let seen me it see twice. it. Let's first yeah. <laughs> see it twice. I've seen it twice. Look at that. Look at I that. Think, but, that's fair. <laughs> I think whoever greenlit Piranha Conda was not pushing enough pencils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess like at the end of the day, like a production company is a business and they're trying to make money and they're going the safer route. 
in terms of like just like the blockbuster blockbuster epics which i know that that's not necessarily what you were going for that's just or mm -hmm. not, not necessarily what you were saying but like just yeah i wish i remember the name of it so i on tubi there's all these really bad horror movies mm -hmm. like and i i don't even i don't know how they get there's one where it's the same movie four times over um the, there's a beach house i wish i remember the name of it uh there, there's a beach house and they get terrorized by a shark and it's raining so hard that the water is raising. They get terrorized by a shark <laughs> in the water, in the basement, in the kitchen. Oh, my God. Oh, in wow. the second story and in the attic, too. Because the water is raising so fast. And the, the script is the same for each part of the shark terrorizing. No. Like, it, it, no. They literally copied it three times over. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's 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 really... It's you really... need some good recommendations for yeah. horror movies, I think. <laughs> at the time, I was I was hosting a thing at work where I was watching B-horror movies. Oh, yeah. And, like, I just had them on, but I was watching them the most intently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I do like the good ones a whole lot better, but for that, I probably watched, you know, 40 or 50 just wow. really big stinkers there's some charm oh, though in amazing. like those very corny very like meh horror films there, yeah. there's something to them but there are ones that are those are those are ones that are actually good like i've there's there's there are bad horror movies that i think are worth recommending mm, actually if right. you have some i would love to hear your uh, bad horror recommendation Ooh, oh bad horror some. yeah we don't watch bad movies. Uh, <laughs> no. I always really liked Hatchet. Have you guys seen Hatchet? It's like a, a character who like, is a deformed child during Mardi Gras. And like he kills people with a hatchet. I, no, I've never wow. heard of that. Wow. No. It's a classic. There's a scene where he, from like a graveyard a mile away, rips off one of the fence posts and just chucks it. And then it's just like a really long shot of like it like traveling a couple of times and then it hits the guy right in the foot. Oh my, oh my god. god. He's stuck in place. It's so funny. Okay, that's great. I'm gonna have to watch that. <laughs> I can think of one uh bad horror movie that I've never discussed with these guys. Um it's actually from my childhood. I don't know why I was given this as a gift. The movie is called Uncle Sam, I Want You Dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm here so far. Yeah. Essentially, it was as about this uh, this kid who is attending uh, his uncle's funeral, his uncle Sam, who was in the army, um, who died in, in combat. But turns out he died from friendly fire because he just loved him some killing. And uh, when he was brought back home, he came back as a zombie uh, during Independence Day and started killing people uh, on the 4th. I remember there was there was a scene with like a blind kid and like, oh God, what happened? He like fireworks were like lit off on him or something. And like he had like these gnarly burns and uh, the Uncle Sam zombie character saw that and like empathize with that because he was also like a monster <laughs> and he was like never mind blind kid i won't kill you <laughs> just, like, dips. <laughs> yeah dude it's a, it's nuts i i recommend just looking up a trailer it's it was such a weird movie insane yeah very patriotic oh, I, <laughs> i'm feeling patriotic already <laughs> i was gonna recommend that shitty movie that you just made me watch and I, that does not narrow it down. The, that's fair. That is you know, it's so funny that you said 
we don't watch bad movies, considering <laughs> that you easily have the worst taste of movies out of the three of us. Um, it's a defense mechanism, because I also have the worst memory. Spree? Oh, Is that Lord. what it's called? Yeah. I, yep. I've seen that. What did you, sucked, what did you think? Right? Uh, yeah, th- th- it's older, right? I think it no. came out last year. Oh, never yeah. mind. I'm thinking of a different... I'm thinking of like a bad like action thriller comedy with that's like a bank heist. What are you guys talking about? So Spree uh, stars Joe Keery. I don't know why that's the first thing I said, but so that's uh, uh, Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. Um, it's, a fa- it's a found footage film, uh, so like a la Blair Witch Project, of a guy who is live streaming his he's basically live streaming his life he's just always like he's a streamer and he's also a like ride share driver so he is picking people up like uber style and they're always on camera in his car um but nobody watches his show so he thinks of a way to spice things up and he begins killing his passengers and it's and it sucks. <laughs> but I, I guess good. I would watch it if you're looking for a bad horror movie to watch. Because, I mean, it's definitely bad. Mm. It's like if... Gosh, I felt like it had so much potential. Like, to watch Steve Harrington just kill people in, like... On, like, a live stream style. I was here for it. And then, yeah, I don't know. Just It just fell. Just mm. fell. Characters suck. Yeah. The characters are the worst. Everyone who Everyone dies... Everyone is unlikable. Is I, no, I like that, ever. though, because I there's a lot of fucking films where they try and make you sympathetic towards people who I can't stand anyways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I really like movies where they, they make no no real effort to like make me sympathetic towards these douchebags. That, um, then this totally. is the movie for yeah. you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> this might be your movie, man. <laughs> right. Strap in. But that's also kind of what we're doing. We tried to make all of our characters not likable. It's or true. just like not yeah. have like super likable qualities because mm-hmm. what's the point? I don't care if you like them. Yeah, you know, nobody yeah. likes each other, yeah. right? Yeah, we, in general. Yeah, we definitely just want to show these characters like flaws. And, yeah, and yeah. Let's just watch bad things happen to assholes. Yeah, but laugh along the way. <laughs> <laughs> and they could run an Irish bar in Philadelphia. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. Somebody I mean, write that down. Film, full-length movies, or series? Series. I've actually been changing my mind a little bit. I feel like a series is the way to go in order to like really tell a story. I don't know. I guess it depends. Some stories don't need uh, a full 10 episodes to, to get through them. Some, right. some can do it in a movie. But uh, as of late, I think I've, I've been really liking like just just what what television has been producing um i feel like ever since like breaking bad back in like 2008 uh that's when like things just started ramping up uh i think game of thrones shortly came out of came from that or not from amc but like came after that and like just just budgets and yeah i don't know it's it's been really fun yeah they finally started putting money into tv shows yeah 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 i feel like now we're we're seeing a little bit of a like i don't I've watched some TV shows recently where I'm like, why wasn't this a movie? Like, why is this mm-hmm. now just like, like they've gotten rid of like the boring fluff episodes a lot, but now I feel yeah. like the we're watching eight hour movies a lot. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Oh, we God, totally yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. And without, 
like unless you're really doing something super character or environment driven, I it just feel like it's a huge waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of excited for the the new Lord of the Rings show just because of how like environment like the so far from what I've seen, it's just these like really like kind of long beautiful shots of the environment, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's really kind of in line. Um, with what the author would have wanted, even if it's not 100% accurate. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's basically what the books are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's just so much like time spent. I mean, have you seen the first couple episodes? No, I haven't. Um, I, I think that if that's what you like about the books, like you're going to be pleased um, because the, that's like, really what I was feeling going on. There's just some of these like really like long, beautiful shots. And I was right like, on. wow, this is awesome. I didn't have the intention span for it. Yeah, I, I heard it sucked because it was so boring. Yeah, it wasn't even that. I just like, I like physically can't like i fit like if they literally like cut a couple seconds out of every scene i think i'd be able to go back and watch it <laughs> right. but i i wouldn't even do it on purpose i'd just be looking at my phone all of a sudden and be like oh man it's like 20 minutes in yeah, yeah. that's fair yeah, yeah that's tough i think one thing that might be happening too is something similar that happened on nickelodeon where everyone was like animated tv sucks let's make a channel that we we let the writers like take control of the show and that's why we got crazy shows like spongebob and all this stuff mm-hmm. and now at that's like uh i've heard that's um apple tv's kind of mo mm-hmm. yeah. they want like writer driven shows and so and what happened with nickelodeon is cartoon network saw them giving all these writers shows and then that's when we started getting things like regular show adventure time all these weird shows mm-hmm, and yeah. then i feel like all of animated tv got better again yeah mm-hmm. yeah i can totally see that so yeah. I, that might be happening again especially with people like anime uh, apple tv being like well let's give some writers a bunch of money see if they can make a cool show right yeah. I, which heard. i feel like is oh sorry no go for it i was just gonna say i feel like that's kind of what stranger things did for yeah. like series i think it like reopened that reopened that door of people mm-hmm. being able to just like let the weird person make their thing and yeah. like people are watching it so yeah, there's a lot of weirdos out there yeah mm-hmm. have you guys seen a severance yet on apple tv no so i think that's a great example of what i'm talking about yeah. you can just like really tell like whoever's vision it was had like their hands in all of it hell yeah nice. uh, i would say ted lasso is kind of like that too even though that's not quite as like cinema cinemagraphic is that their word mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, uh, yeah, I can kind of feel that like someone has had their hands on this whole project. Yeah, right. that's a cool feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've not gotten into Apple TV yet, mm-hmm. but uh, it's out there. I've heard a, an, an NPR spot about Apple TV. One of their people was on there talking about it, and they're basically trying to huck the thing as a premium subscription service, which is, I mean, those words make me hurt. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, we don't need a premium subscription service, but I, I like the idea of like, calling it premium like hey we're gonna do a good job mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. but right. i mean there are so many non-premium subscription services like i really like i like the idea of hulu but i hate the experience of it you know <laughs> like and that's been around forever yeah um, mm-hmm. same thing like it's, it's it's crazy how long it takes me to find something to watch on netflix like when it's oh, yeah. just like loaded with content yeah, yeah. yeah totally you get kind of uh, overwhelmed by how much there is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and none of it looks good no (laughs) yeah or you just have like such a a, such a like belief that it could be bad like even sometimes like i watched one was one that i thought was like kind of i watched spiderhead recently i mean heard of that it's Mm -hmm. it's on netflix and i was like this is gonna suck 
It's all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the worst thing I've seen. We turned on just uh, just the other night. Um, Netflix has this new original show called Bee and Puppycat. Yeah, I love Bee and Puppycat. They yeah, brought that yeah. from Cartoon Hangover on YouTube. Yeah. It okay. used to be an online hosted only series. Okay, oh. fair enough. Um, yeah, is I that why the audio is so bad? I haven't seen it on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so. on, it's on Netflix now. I thought it said Netflix. I probably misspoke, but yeah, we turned that on the other night. Yeah, it used to be only hosted online, and I'm pretty sure the person that animates it also did like the voices mm. for a lot of it, mm. so sure. that's why it's kind of... Right. But I love it. It's so home. It's like a, it's like a hug of a show. Yeah, yeah, it's so cute and so trippy. It which really is. Like, is. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. There's another one by the Cartoon Hangover. Uh, yeah, it was like a like bunch of superpowers. Kids. Yeah, not super. It was like kids in space with like suits. I can't remember what yeah. it's called, but I bet you they're porting that as well. Yeah. I couldn't watch it anymore, but that was a fun one. Yeah, hmm. that description: kids in suits and. Space yeah, like that like, just yeah. like, sounds like three different things. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a little more wholesome than Rick and Morty or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Think like think huh. like Voltron if you know what that is. Like the yeah. people in the cat robots, but like more like Cartoon Network like yeah. weird business right. suits. What are these business suits in space? Or? No, no, no. Like 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 oh, like the power normal suits, suit. yeah. like scuba suits. Oh, like yeah. Gundam suits. I I really wish it was business suits though. Yeah, That'd be yeah. Great. Just yeah. Business space but kids. In space. <laughs> yeah, business kids oh. in space. <laughs> well, I assume that in space people wear space suits. It's like the. It's the uniform. Well, yeah, but these you, are like so. Die. Like you have like a NASA spacesuit, and then you have like a Buzz Lightyear spacesuit. Very different. Or birthday suit. Or birthday suit. Yeah. Yeah. So we applicable think, in space. Think yeah. like think like jetpack, lasers. Okay. Yeah. 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 Have you seen uh, Midnight Gospel? Is another example. Yeah, that's on my list. Midnight I hear it's very good. I really yeah. like that. Yeah, we. Yeah. yeah, it's really good to like put on in the background. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. Too, it's yeah. With the, like, oh powers. yes. Yeah, that one's a lot of fun. Like, it's a visual treat because that's another one yeah. that's just like nice and colorful and trippy. Like, the animation is really Beautiful. well done. Yeah, what's well that done. guy's name? I can never. Duncan remember. Trussell. Is that his name? The guy who does that? The I was thinking podcaster. His name was, no, uh, Pendleton Ward. There that's we go. His oh. Style, that is. oh yeah, the guy yeah. who did like Super Jail, Adventure Time, <laughs> oh, all those. Yeah. Yeah. Pen- Sorry, repeat that name. Pendleton Ward, I think, is his name. But Pendleton he did, Ward did yeah, Super he, Jail. I didn't know. Yeah, that. well, he had his hand in it because that's like his. Signature animation style is like the noodle arm. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. yeah. 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 Duncan Trussell and Pendleton Ward both sound like pastries. I need at that patisserie. Hell yes. That's probably why they teamed up. They're like, right. Yes. We'd be delicious together. If nothing else, we'll make people hungry. <laughs> well, uh, we are coming up on an hour and a half here, which I think is going to make you guys our longest, right? Have you guys ever gone? Oh, shit. Oh, wow. That's like, that? that's like a short podcast for y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we changed the format. <laughs> I love I, there was one where it was like 45 minutes in and you were like, well, and today we're going to talk about <laughs> Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, we're probably coming out. I'm probably going to have some space batteries issues. die. No, space we're good, but I'm probably going to have some batteries die soon. So if you guys want to give both uh, kind of the overtone uh, overall room to hone shout out, but if any of you have anything personal you want to shout out as well, now is your chance. Uh, you want to just start our thoughts in here? Go sure. Um, check out the Room Tone podcast. We're on. 
Uh, sorry, can you can you repeat what, what you were... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sorry. No, not, not a problem. So, yeah, just uh, where's Room Tone? Yeah. Where, where can I find it? How can I interact with you? And does Austin himself have anything he wants to shout out? Okay. Um, so you can find Room Tone on uh, all major streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Apple Podcast. Uh, sorry, Google Podcast. We always mm-hmm. get that wrong. Yeah. Um, and if you'd like to contact us, we have uh, various social medias. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're sort of on TikTok, but <laughs> don't pay attention to that. Um, and yeah, I guess I guess the only uh, thing I I personally would have to say is uh, I hope you enjoy watching Room Tone or listening to Room Tone, and I hope everyone gets some sort of experience from it, whether it's entertainment, whether it's create uh, uh learning about the creative process or what if it's just background noise mm-hmm. yeah just give us a try <laughs> <laughs> anything from either of y'all that you want to personally shout out mm. is your mom gonna watch this she hasn't watched any of our podcasts anti shout out you better not watch this mom yeah for yeah. me uh screw you mom <laughs> how funny would it be though if she came up to you and she was like i saw you on the triple falls podcast yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what the fuck we got, we got moms watching this I, I heard. well hi to all the moms yeah, uh, i guess i just want to say hi to all the triple falls moms yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And catch Room Tone Podcast on Wednesdays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We post every week. Every Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go watch the... Go listen. I like I like watching. It's... I like... Wa- I like the, the, the bouncing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bouncing... We stopped doing that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard all about the bouncing. I love it. I mean, like... He's yeah. like, we got to try and emulate this bouncing effect. <laughs> Of fun. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, your camera's dead, Willis. So you oh. said that in the dark. That one died. <laughs> the studio cam. It, it just turned off. Oh, oh wow! It oh, could have. There's a light back on now. Oh, it came back. Hello. Technically, oh. the battery could have died. It, it just could've. plugged in. All right. Well, goodbye, everyone. All right. Bye. Thanks for having Thanks us, guys. Yeah. This is a treat. Guys.